A purplish eye on the hilt was open wide and glaring at me, while the rest of the sword's features, a nose, an ear, and a mouth, were turned down into a petulant pout. Really, Gwen? Vic, my talking sword, chastised me again. Some of us are trying to sleep. Isn't that right, Fuzzbowl? An agreeing bark sounded from a basket in the corner. Nix, the Fenrir wolf pup I was taking care of, was as cute as she could be with her dark gray fur and purplish eyes. But she had an annoying habit of going along with just about whatever Vic said. Fine, I grumbled and plopped down on my bed. I'll stop pacing. Okay, okay, so I wasn't really trapped, but my dorm room sure felt like a prison these days, especially since there was almost always a protectorate guard stationed outside. I pushed aside a curtain and stared out one of the picture windows. Aiko, a thin, petite, 20-something ninja, was leaning against a tree on the lawn below, just like she had been ever since I'd come back to my room an hour ago. Aiko shifted on her feet, causing the folds of her gray robe to billow out around her slender figure and giving me a brief glimpse of the short sword and silver throwing stars hooked to her belt. I sighed and let the curtain fall back into place. Aiko was outside to protect me from any reapers who might try to kill me, something that had happened more than once within the walled confines of Mythos Academy. Still, I didn't like being watched all the time, even if it was for my own good. It made me feel weak and helpless and just trapped. Suddenly, the room felt unbearably hot and stuffy, and I couldn't draw enough air down into my lungs. Even though my room was on the large side compared to some of the others at the academy, the ceiling seemed to swoop down, and the walls seemed to creep closer the longer I stared at them, like they were all slowly sliding toward me, getting ready to surge forward and crush me in their cold, indifferent embrace. I shivered and dropped my gaze to the floor, but even it seemed to ripple, as though it was trying to rise up to meet the ceiling. I sighed. My gypsy gift was acting up and making me see things that weren't really there. I stared at the floor, determined to control my psychometry. But once again, the boards rose and fell like the ocean waves I'd seen when I'd touched Ron's net. I bolted off my bed. I need some air, I said. I'll be back soon. Vic and Nix didn't say anything as I stalked over to the door, opened it, and peered out into the hallway. I expected to see a guy with hazel eyes, dark brown hair, and tan skin leaning against the wall. But Alexei Sokolov, my friend and the Russian bogatyr warrior who served as my guard, wasn't waiting to walk me across campus. That was a little strange, since Alexei took his assignment super seriously. But I wasn't about to overlook my good luck. I stepped outside, shut the door behind me, and hurried away from my room as fast as I could. Despite the fact that Aiko was outside my dorm, 
It was easy enough for me to go to the common kitchen that all the girls in Styx Hall shared, open one of the windows, and crawl outside. I slid from one tree to the next until I was out of sight of Aiko and the dorm, before I stepped onto one of the ash-gray cobblestone paths that wound across campus. It was late January, and the air was bitterly cold. The blustery gusts of wind kicked up the hard bits of snow that littered the ground, while the thick gray clouds cast the landscape in shifting shadows, even though it was only late afternoon. I stuffed my hands into my jacket pockets and tucked my chin down into the dark gray, snowflake-patterned scarf wrapped around my neck, trying to stay warm. Since it was so cold, I was the only one walking across campus. I thought about heading up the hill to the main quad and going over to the library of...